What's the big deal, deal? Where can you get pizza, bread twists, specialty chicken, and more for just $5.99 each? Is it at Domino's? He hands off hand-tossed pizza and a marble cookie brownie. He's going, going, going! There's a lot of variety on the radio and at Domino's, too, where you can... Two item minimum pan pizza, bone and wings, and bread bowls will be extra. Ask for this limited time offer. Prices, participation, delivery area, and charges may vary. It's cutting into your exercise time. <clears throat> it's stabbing you in the back nine. <clears throat> and it's attacking your peace of mind. <sighs> it's pain, and it's getting in between you and the life you want to live. CBD Medic targets your pain at its source. It's fast-acting relief with active OTC ingredients, plus the added benefits of THC-free hemp oil. Get back to your life with CBD Medic. Available online and at CVS. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Straight Talk Wrestling fans, your host, George McKay, I'm in the building, and this is episode 104, and what a great way to kick this one off, because I'm going to be re-highlighting my amazing time at Revolution Women's Wrestling, held in Mississauga back on September 14th. This was one hell of a show. It was an all-female card, all super talented ladies, some of them I made amazing connections with and I actually have a few interviews lined up after this episode with a few of them. Uh, I'm not going to name drop them now because you're just going to have to tune in every week like you always do. Follow the socials and you'll be able to see who exactly next week's interview are. But I got a lot of great ladies coming on uh, the show with some amazing stories and I can't wait to share them with all of you. As always, I appreciate you tuning in each and every week. And without further ado, let's get this started. So this was an event held at the Don Koloff Arena Battle Arts Academy. And um, so many ladies on the card, so many fantastic matches. And I just can't wait to highlight and talk about each and every one of them. Uh, first match of the night uh, that I'm going to highlight would be Silesia Sparks versus Addie Starr. This one was exactly what you expect. Power for both ladies, fast-paced, strong. Great action, and Silesia Sparks with some superpower at the end to get the win over Addy Star with the 1-2-3. Next event was supposed to be Shiloh versus CC Moss. Unfortunately, Shiloh was injured with a knee injury and could not compete in this match. So CC came out, you know, was running her mouth a little bit like a true heel would in great fashion. And then Shiloh appeared, crutches and all, saying that even though she could not fight, she was ready with a backup plan. And that backup plan was legacy. And what I mean by legacy is a future. A daughter of a former WWE superstar, uh, future Hall of Famer in my books, Mr. Anthony Corelli, a.k.a. Santino Morella, and his daughter Bianca Corelli, who I interviewed a few weeks, few months back. She was uh, going to wrestle in place of Shiloh. And this match was, again, everything you'd expect. Entertaining, fast-paced. 
Both ladies told a great story. And uh, Bianca secured the win quite easily over Cece. Not taking anything away from Cece. She had her moments, her bright spots in the match. But Bianca came out on top. Next, we have nothing but pure power. This lady was incredible. Uh, Masha Slamovich versus Divya. Divya is a battle arts alumni, if you will, training at the academy under Santino. And Masha, coming all the way from the States to wrestle, she came out repping the Russian flag like she always does. And Divya came out rocking Fiji all the way, the Fiji Islands. This match was back and forth. Divya showed some power, but Masha showed some more. And by the end of the night, Masha had the win quite convincingly. It was probably finisher of the night. When it ended, it looked like she might have broken Divya clean in half. It took my breath away. I almost had to step outside and go for a smoke because it was that damn good. A lot of power from this young lady. Very impressive all around. Those were the first three matches. And it was absolutely incredible uh, to watch these ladies in action and uh, see the power that they possess, the skill level they, they possess. And, um, you know, the women's evolution as it is right now, is rolling strong. Uh, as much as it is in the WWE and ROH and Impact with Tessa Blanchard and all those great ladies up in the big, big, big companies doing their thing, these ladies in the indies should be taken just as seriously as well and should be given a huge pat on the back. These first three matches were absolutely fantastic. Next on the card, we had Nova versus Violet Lee. And this one was great. Back and forth all the way. Nova, I followed her career for a little bit, so it was great to finally see her in action in person. And she did not disappoint. She got the win over Violet Lee. Um, and these matches were all fantastic. And not only were the the women the centerpiece of the whole event, because it was an all-female card, also the ring announcer was female as well. That's Michelle Lee. She was absolutely fantastic. The crowd was electric. I was able to sit around a couple Great friends, straight talk followers. Uh, you know them. I, I shout them out on Instagram and Facebook all the time. Jeff, uh, Joe Hogan, Joey Maxim, we interviewed him. Uh, Wrestling with Chops and a couple new connections, friends that I made at the event that night. Also, Steven was there from Steven's Wrestling Journey. Fantastic kid. Uh, you know, fighting a tough battle right now with uh, cancer, but he's holding strong, doing his thing. And um, absolutely great to always see that little man come out and support. And um, I'll just fast forward a little bit up the card. We had Caitlin Diamond versus Jody Threat. And this match was special because Jody came out with Steven because Jody is Steven's, like, girl on the indies right now. She's the one he, he loves to cheer for and watch, and she was just absolutely amazing. That match was back and forth all the way. Caitlyn, true heel fashion, she came out to play. Jody had a couple moments where it looked like Caitlyn might pull out the win, but eventually Miss Jody Threat locked it down. She got the one, two, three, and it was great to see. To rewind back a little bit, the match before that, we had Leah Vaughn, and she was versing uh, Madison Miles from the Maritimes. Both these ladies were absolutely stunning. Leah Vaughn was just coming back off maternity leave, just welcomed the birth of her baby boy. And um, she looked ring ready. She looked like she was ready to play. And in this match, she proved it. Her and Madison went back and forth. They did their thing. Uh, Leah came out with the victory in the end of that one. But that match was something special as well. And then, of course, the main event, who after I talk a little bit more about Revolution, 
Uh, this interview will drop. And that's the interview that finally was my unicorn, the girl I've been chasing after for months, KC Spinelli. I locked down a good 25 minutes with her, which I will drop at the end of this episode. And man, it was worth the wait. She is absolutely fantastic. And she was going one-on-one with the headliner, Rebel. You may have seen Rebel on Impact. She's absolutely fantastic. These ladies both came out to play. But the interesting thing about this match is that Rebel started off as the proverbial face, if you will. Casey, we thought was going to be the face, but she flipped it and swung it into heel mode right away, which is absolutely uh, breathtaking to see somebody to switch it like that. That that to me is impressive when you can go from face to heel. Anytime somebody does that in a promo, I love it. Their match was great. They came out. They were ready to play. They were going back and forth. There was tables. They were fighting outside the ring. They were doing all kinds of stuff. And just when it looked like one of them may put the other one through a table, we had an interference by Leo Vaughn and Nova. These ladies came out. They got involved in the match. Unfortunately, Spinelli and Rebel, it did not go to a decision. There was a disqualification, obviously, because of the interference. And these two ladies handled their business. Um, they took care of Leo Vaughn. And they took care of, you know, Nova. And they were able to get rid of them quite easily. Next event we got coming up is Pandemonium. That's happening in January. And that's where we're going to see Casey Spinelli and Rebel tag team against Leo Vaughn and Nova. And I can't wait to see that one. If these four ladies, what the show they put on at the end, I can't wait to see what that's going to be like when they're in the ring, tagging with each other. They, uh, Spinelli and Rebel tried to put Nova through a table. Unfortunately, the table did not work with them. Nova looked like she was pretty banged up, but she walked it off and everybody seemed to be okay. They were super amazing with the fans, super electric. They were taking pictures, signing autographs sharing stories, and it was just an absolutely fantastic event, all put on um, by Chris Leo Photography, if I'm saying it right. If I'm not, I'm sorry. <laughs> but yeah, he put on the event, and it was just absolutely electric. It was one of the funnest times I've had at an indie show. And a lot of people, you know, they have their skeptics out there that, you know, if these events can hold their own, and they can't. And not only did the turnout of the crowd prove that, but the ladies put on a show. They put on a show to remember. The fact that I'm highlighting it in an episode three weeks later, you know, speaks leaps and bounds for all that these ladies are doing. And, you know, you couldn't do it without the absolutely fantastic, you know, promotion from Chris. He really put on something special. And I want to highlight him. I want to let him, sorry, it's Chris, Chris. Leonanis. Again, I'm not sure if I'm saying it correctly, so I apologize, Chris, if you're listening to this. But um, yeah, it was a fantastic event. I already got my ticket for January. I cannot wait to get back to Don Koloff Arena and see what these ladies pull out next for us because everything they did at this event was absolutely outstanding. And coming from a man who you guys all know, I rep my two daughters to the fullest. I love them. They're my angels, my heir, my life. And to be able to see these amazing women being able to put on shows that can inspire my children and give my children heroes to look up to, much like I looked up to Sting, much like I looked up to Mick Foley, Triple H, Hulk Hogan, all my heroes. Not only can my daughters look up to the male heroes, but now they also have female heroes to look up to too. Ronda Rousey, Becky Lynch, Sasha Banks, and every one of these ladies on the card. 
I wasn't able to bring my daughter to the show on this particular day because she had a previous engagement to go to, but you better believe that the next event, I will be trying my hardest to be able to work it out to get her to come with me that show so she could see how truly special the talent is. And we all know how much the mini host loves wrestling. If you follow my Instagram, my Facebook, or my Twitter, you see her on there all the time. My daughter, Cassandra, she's going to be 10. Um... In about a week, actually. So this is dropping. This is the 4th of October that this episode is dropping. Uh, On the 14th of October, my daughter will be repping the Big Ten double digits. Scary. I'm only a few years away from dating or whatever else teenage years may hold. But, um, yeah, to go back to the event, what these ladies put on, the show they put on, how fantastic it all was, and how welcoming they were to the fans, it was just absolutely incredible. Uh, So, from the bottom of my heart, ladies, to run down the list... Violet Lee, Leah Vaughn, Nova, Rebel, Casey Spinelli, Cece Moss, Madison Miles, uh, Caitlin Diamond, Jody Threat. Ladies, I can't say enough. Bianca Corelli, uh, I can't say enough. Divya, I can't say enough. I could just go on and on and on and praise you guys for the hard work and dedication and the just the stories you told in the ring and how fantastic the event was. You all deserve. A round of applause for how absolutely amazing it was. And I'm excited about uh, Revolution Pandemonium. That's the next one coming up in January. Get your tickets. You can get them on eBite um, and Eventbite, sorry. And it, it's worth it. It's worth it. And the price point is fantastic. It's $20 front row, 15 for the bleachers section. And Don Kolob, it's great because it's a very intimate arena. So no matter where you're sitting, it's never a bad seat in the house. It's absolutely fantastic. And these ladies are nothing short than incredible. And I mark my words now. I'll put my stamp on it. Each and every one of them, you will see major broadcasts. You've already seen Spinelli on Impact. You've already seen Rebel on Impact. Some of these other ladies you may have seen in your hometowns or touring around the world. And the stories, the passion, the fight that these ladies, it's an exciting time to be a wrestling fan because the future is now. And seeing what these ladies brought to the table, there's no shortage that any of these ladies you will see on your TV one day in one shape, running with one promotion or another. Some of them have already had, you know, WWE tryouts. You know, Spinelli, Bianca Corelli, they all had them. And Jody Threat, they were all there when they came down for SummerSlam weekend. And I know some of the other ladies have probably had trials, hopefully at the performance center. If they haven't, I guarantee you they will soon. You will see them, whether it be ROH, New Japan, any of them. They're all talented. Absolutely fantastic. Shiloh, right now she's out with a knee injury, but she's getting strong every day. So hit her up on Twitter and Instagram because you can see her progress and how much amazing recovery she's making and how quick she is recovering. Because again, when you're an athlete, recovery is a lot quicker and a lot stronger because they have the work ethic. They have it already built in. They do that because they need to get back into the ring quicker. So any of these ladies, you can check them up all on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. They're all available there. And just see how absolutely fantastic the female talent is in Ontario and around the world. It takes my breath away. I was honored to be there, and I absolutely can't wait till the next one. So ladies, if you're listening to this, from the bottom of my heart, from a true wrestling fan, I want to say thank you. Because what you delivered on September 14th, there's nothing short of entertainment. You made my night. Three hours went by in a heartbeat. And I would do it all over again. I'm honored to have met each and every one of you that night. I'm honored for the merchandise and the things I was able to purchase, the autographs, the pictures I was able to take. And I have fond memories with each and every one of you. And I can't wait. To those I haven't interviewed yet, I will get you. 
To those that I have interviewed, thank you so much for the time. It was an honor to talk to all of you. And again, from the bottom of my heart, as I always do, thank you. Straight Talk Wrestling appreciates the time you gave to the show. My fans will appreciate the interview when it drops, when they all drop. And I can't say anything else about it. So I'm going to get out of here. I'm going to let the episode finish with the one-on-one interview I had with Casey Smelly. This was done right after Revolution. Her and I spoke. We had some great candid moments. She's absolutely hilarious, absolutely wonderful. She's an amazing talent. And uh, as she says at the beginning of the interview, she was changing right in front of me. <laughs> I'm joking. She wasn't changing right in front of me, but she felt the, compelled to uh, say that in front of the, uh, at the start, very start of the interview. So, guys, as always, I'm your host. Don't forget to tune in next week. Follow the socials for all of next week's episodes when we drop the hints for episode 105. And it's going to be a doozy. I will let you know this. It was one of the ladies I spoke about today. Which lady? I'm not going to give it away to you. You have to wait patiently. You have to wait. Follow the socials like you always do. Don't forget to hit us up on Pro Wrestling Tees for merchandise. Sports, sports, sports the show. So we can keep bringing better content to you guys. As always, I am your host. Thank you so much for listening. And now, here's my interview with KC Spinelli. Later, guys. Let me change in front of you. I've now said this three times just to make sure that the audience at home realizes that I am changing. <laughs> Well, and, and, and I'll introduce my, my next guest in a couple of seconds. But hey, guys, it's your host, George, live here on location again at Battle Arts. It's my home away from home. But now I'm sitting down with somebody who I've literally been going back and forth with. We've been playing Instagram tag, Twitter tag, whatever kind of social media tag we can. But I finally got her to sit down with me. And this is ex- I'm excited for this. I can't wait. Please welcome to Straight Talk, KC Spinelli. How are you? The eluder, two scoops, KC Spinelli. The one who's the most hardest to get a hold of on all forms of social media. And the one who will still try to get away from you when you see her live. KC, the one and only two scoops, Spinelli. Live here with you. Finally, you got me where you want me. Not a lot of people get to say that. However, tell the people that you have me cornered here in like, I mean, you're literally, we're literally in a corner and he's like stopping me from like getting out of the corner. So I have to take off my clothes and I'm hoping people notice and start thinking, what is that guy having Spinelli trapped in the corner? And then it just draws a big attention and then I elude you once again. But at least you have this for your listeners. This, this sounds like a sexual harassment suit just waiting to happen. And it's all on audio. I really can't defend myself in any shape or form. Ah, uh, man. I don't even want... You know what? Because it's like 2019 and the tables could be turned any minute and I'd be the one charged, I'm just going to hashtag me too and move on. Yeah, hashtag me too. That's right. So the one question I always ask everybody, kind of the standard question, and it's one of the moments I'm most intrigued with, is everyone Did has... Did OJ a- do it? <laughs> I mean, that is the question! That is the question! I ask myself that literally every other month. Now go on, go on. It's what I like to call a defining moment, where we fell in love with this sport business we're going to be talking about today. Yes. Everyone has their defining moment. I have mine. My listeners have heard it to death. But I want to know your defining moment when you fell in love with wrestling. So I fell in wrestling. I was in a living room with like a shaggy like four by six rug that I was sitting on in front of a table. And I was surrounded by... Uh, two men and probably like four boys. Four boys, yeah, with my calculation, four boys. And uh, obviously I'm at my cousin's house with my uncles and we're watching Professional Wrestling WWF for all you kids who are like, yo, it's WWE. No, 
there was an F. It had to get the F out, though. So that just shows, A, uh, how young I am. <laughs> but um, B, I mean, I was, I was in it from the very beginning. The second that I, you know, realized what was on the TV in front of me, I fell in love. If you're going to ask me my favorite wrestler, I'll tell you. It's Razor Ramon. Come on. Uh, next, actually, is Eddie Guerrero. And I, I really enjoy them both for the same thing, which is the entertainment. I always tell everybody, you know, I don't really consider myself a wrestler, even though I've done, like, a lot. Um, I've done karate. I've done judo. I've done Muay Thai kickboxing. I've trained uh, amateur wrestling in high school. I made it to AFSA. Um, actually, I made it to Kwasa, and I was supposed to make it to AFSA, but I got injured. Um, but, but uh, you know, then I, I went down to British Columbia. I started training um, at a, a Muay Thai wrestling school down there. I was getting trained by Sarah Cuffman, who is signed by the USC right now. You know, she said, stay, I'll make you a champion. And I told her, no, this is my moneymaker, and I got to go where my heart is. And that that's professional wrestling. That's indie wrestling, baby. <laughs> and that's a great place for your heart to be because, I mean, there's so much. The great thing about wrestling is that it's kind of become very pop culture again. Yes. If you will, it's 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 probably the most popular it's been since the Attitude Era, oh, yeah. thanks in no part to you know the fresh face AEW roster to WWE kind of changing things around. But the the best kept secret here is a secret that it pains me to share, but it's a secret I have to share, and it's the Ontario Indie scene. Yeah. It's how great it is. I mean, I've been blessed to interview the likes of Josh Alexander, the likes of uh, oh, there's so many, Pretty Ricky, Holden Albright. There's been so many great wrestlers just insane that I've interviewed and had the time to think, but this was this was a special one for me because one of the first wrestling shows I ever went to was a Destiny show way back going on two years ago, oh, yeah. and you were on the card, and it was my first indie show, period, and I sat down, I took it all in, and then everybody coming out, two scoops, and I'm like, what's this two scoops thing about? I don't understand it, yeah. and then I just saw how electric you were in the ring, and I don't care, man, woman, you know, doesn't matter. It's Baby dog. Exactly. If you can tear it up in the ring. I have nothing but the utmost respect for what you guys do because you guys put your bodies on the line 300 plus days a year. Yeah. There's no time off. I mean, you it's been a rat race to chase you around because you've been, one minute you're in the UK, one minute you're back for a show, then you're gone again. Yeah. You're all over the place. Yeah. And it's just, it's to see how popular you are and how fantastic you are in the ring. In no shape or form. It's an honor. It really is an honor to be talking to you right now. And I'm glad you got me blushing, man. <laughs> you got me blushing. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. So you fell in love with wrestling. Razor Ramon, Eddie Guerrero, Dean Malenko. So you're you're pretty Which much. Is, it's funny because like, it really goes from like entertainer to like wrestler. Do you know what I mean? Where Razor, he he, he was the entertainer. Then you got Eddie, who's a half entertainer, half wrestler, and then you got Malenko, who's just straight up wrestler. Um, I guess that's what I fell in love with about wrestling. I'm very. Uh, I'm like Sporty Spice if I was to be a Spice Girl. Because, um, you know, I just love this. Again, showing how young you yeah, are by mentioning course. the Spice Girls. Of course, of course. Um, <laughs> glass. Uh, yeah, so I always grew up and I was always into sports and I was always a tomboy. So I knew something like modeling was never going to be my thing. You know, um, back in the day, it was, it was next level to be blonde, skinny, and blue eyes. It wasn't to be a little chubby Italian girl who likes pasta and bread, you know? So uh, growing up, I just always knew that I was I was going to be involved in sports. I can't sit at a computer. I mean, I love people, but it's so I, I couldn't serve somebody food for the rest of my life. People get way too picky with that. And honestly, it costs way less to make it at home than to go out and eat. So you're really just paying to complain. And if you want to do that, go somewhere else. So, like, I, you know, there's... 
Uh, I always wanted to be a comedian growing up, but I never thought I could stand heckling. I always thought that heckling would be my downfall. So it's pretty funny to get into wrestling where when I broke in, I was a heel. They had me a heel right away because another girl that I was training with was smaller than me and skinnier than me. And they said that she was going to be the face. And it broke my heart. I remember going home crying, being like, I don't want people to yell at me and call me names. You know, the one thing I've learned is that it doesn't bother me if somebody calls me fat. It bothers me if somebody sees me on my megaphone and hears that I'm not being loud with it and then calls me out for not having any batteries in it, you know? Because I'll tell you what, easy heat is easy. But if you wanna be easy, go be easy. Nobody, I didn't sign up to be easy. That's for darn sure. I want work put into it. So I started to realize that there's some stuff that's said to you that you can get over. Now, mind you, there's a lot of stuff that's said that you can't. You take it home with you, you try to forget about it. But then you show up at a promotion, the promoter calls you a baby face, and guess what? You're back to high fives and kissing babies. And you forget about all that negativity that come before it. So the thing about wrestling is, I mean, you'll every every wrestler will go through their ups and downs, and it will involve wrestling, it will involve coworkers, it will involve promoters, it will involve fans. I tell you what. There's just something in that love that just, it never dies. You just don't want to quit. There are people who do this still in their 60s. There's a reason for that. It's an addiction. This, we eat, sleep, and breathe it. You know what I mean? So, like, call it, somebody's like, oh, do you drink? I'm like, no, I don't drink. Oh, why don't you drink? Because I wrestle. <laughs> I have my addiction of what I hurt my body and put my body through. And it's hard. I'm, I'm a carpenter in my real life. You know, so it's like, if I mean, I got hurt on the table tonight. So it's like Monday, if my forearm's not better, like I'm going to hurt in my real job. You know what I mean? But come Friday, I'm still lacing my boots back up, putting myself through this because there is just, there is something about that commitment to, to you and the story that you're trying to tell and the fans that you're trying to tell it to. So uh, one thing I'm always intrigued about because it's one of the things fascinating to me because I've never stepped in a ring. I've never taken my first bump. When you started training, who did you start training with? And how was that first bump? Because everybody's reaction is completely different. Okay, I'll tell you what. So I started training down at ECCW in British Columbia. And um, I'm not going to say the trainer's name. I went in for my first day ever. And he had us doing backdrops. And I saw, do you know what a backdrop is? Mm -hmm. Yeah. They were doing backdrops. And this guy is like six foot five. He's like 400 pounds. Do you know? Like he's a big dude. He's giving everybody backdrops. He's like, okay, you. He points to me, pulls me over. As a me, I was like, I, I haven't learned how to do this one. And I'm flailing my hands out and, you know, motioning, going backwards. And he's like, what? Like going down, like bumping? And I said, yeah. He goes, don't worry. You don't need to know. And I'll buy one for my first ever backdrop. First and last, mind you, I've never called a backdrop in my life. Well, I did by accident one time, but the guy knew that I didn't mean a backdrop. But a few of you who are going to listen to this, maybe, maybe not, they'll know. I was working with them and I was like, backdrop. And they were like, backdrop? And I was like, yeah. And then I was like, no, 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 wait, sorry, I meant this. And they were like, yeah. So, um, yeah, it's not a move that I do often, regularly, or pretty much ever since I took it that first time. But it's intimidating. It's super intimidating. Your body is not made to fall back. If we were to stand up right now and I was to push you backwards, you would do everything in your power not to go on your back. We're kind of like cats, but we don't land on our feet all the time. 
I land on my butt all the time, even when I'm not trying to go backwards. <laughs> yeah, see, there you go. <laughs> so in terms of like your character development, because that's another thing. I'm a, As much as I pride myself on a great storytelling in the ring, there's always got to be something behind the evolution of a character. So when you step in the ring, where did the evolution of, because like you said, you mentioned you switched from babyface to heel, back to babyface again. In terms of the evolution of the character, which is Casey Spinelli, where did you get your inspiration from, from the character, and how did she evolve to the super amazing, like tonight, for example, I've never seen somebody go from face to heel, <laughs> back to face again in the span of one match. You literally told a three-part story in 30 minutes. You went, you, you understand that you did something that I've never seen in the wrestling yeah. business. You went from face yeah. to heel, yeah. back to face. You, you have to tell me about that because that, this is why I wanted to have you on the show. You're, you're electric when you're out there. Thank Something you. about you that hypes me up. When you, when you came out, I love you to death. I've loved you before. I'm just still going to love you. After you came out, you were all, I'm like, okay, cool. She's being faced tonight. I love it. Rebel came out and you kicked her through the ropes. I'm like, okay, maybe she's, maybe she's healed. And then the interference happened from Nova and Leah. And all of a sudden we're faced again. And I'm just sitting there and going, I'm well, exhausted. See, here's the thing. I mean... I was a little mad, you know. Nobody came to Casey Spinelli asking if her name wanted to be the name of the show, you know. Um, now, I understand uh, that Rebel is definitely a superstar and that she is worthy of having a title like this. So I, was a little, I was a little bit of a jerk. But um, that was my match. That was my main event to have with her. And however it was going to end, it should have ended with both of us. The fact that they stuck their nose in it and Leah wants to try to make a comeback. Like, girl, you've been out. Stay out or make sure when you bring it, it's two hits. Because, baby, when I hit you, you hit in the floor. So I necessarily didn't mean to turn face at the end of it. It just happens when people got to rub their nose in my business. But, um... I guess that just shows how damn good I am. <laughs> no, it, it, no, it, it, don't don't untoot your own horn here, my dear. It does. It shows it shows the evolution of you. You know. But talk to me about Casey. Okay, where yeah. did where did she come from? So here's the thing. Um, obviously, uh, Casey is is a given name. It's my given name to me by me. Spinelli is my name. Spinelli has been me since 14. Um, the people that name me Spinelli know that this is me. When I go through that curtain, I just let me be me. In this world, there are, I have so many handlers. Let me tell you, I've got social media media handlers. I got text message handlers. I got day-to-day -day handlers. You know, everybody's always trying to censor me or make sure that I don't mess up or piss anybody off. Oh, sorry. Um, it's all good. Yeah, right? But when I go through that curtain, I, just, I break the change. I'm like, a, you know, my pet monster. Yeah, of right. Course. Great show. Right. So when I, when you see me and I have regular street clothes on and I'm out just being a regular person, I feel like he does when he's got the handcuffs on. When I come to a show, I change into my gear, and when I hear that music, like it's just, it's something else that comes right through you, and just those handcuffs break free, and here out I come. And it's funny because it's sometimes I don't try to be nasty. You know, it just might be the heat in the moment. But it's really, I feel like, those fans that make me heal her face. Because 
I mean, I'm Italian. I'm turned up all the time. You know, so I'm half Italian too. I also hear you. I also heard you talking to a fan. Yeah. You're half Scottish as well. So Scottish, Irish, and English on my father's side, and my mother's is all Italian. You know where Paisans then, right? Yeah. Because my mom is pure Italian. Yeah. She's from Bari, Southern Italy. Yes, yeah, sweet. My dad is a hundred, well, fifty percent Scottish, fifty yeah. percent Caker. Oh yeah. Sweet. There's no English and Irish in me, but yeah, like yeah, the yeah. Scot, like. I, I, I get the I get the hot bloodedness I get because I'm amped up to like the fullest. Yeah. Right now I'm trying to keep my sexy radio voice yeah, on, but I'm amped up to the fullest all yeah. the time. Yeah. But uh, one thing I, I did always want to ask you if I ever had you on the show. Yeah. Uh, it seems like you're a fan of old school cartoons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you so then about Recess. I I was. Okay. Okay, because Recess was my all time favorite cartoon Here's as a kid. Deal. I'll tell you what. When we were back in grade nine, I would hang out with my friend Adam, Tyler. We had Zorf and Peter. Um, we would leave our school at recess, which is the lunch hour, and we would drive to Adams and we would go downstairs in his basement and we'd all eat our lunch and watch recess. And every day we'd leave, we'd always be talking about like the episode and stuff. And one day, you know, it just so happened that Ashley Spinelli was sitting down at home and she was talking to her dad about wrestling. And they just, they, all, all of them looked at me at, the, at one time and they were like, yo, you're Spinelli. I'm Italian. I like wrestling. I hang out with the guys. I act tough. I want to beat everybody up. It just, at 14, man, it fed. I went from stickers to Spinelli like that. And it just, it changed the game. So when they, when I sat down with Scotty Mack, who was my trainer at the time, and he asked me, when it comes to wrestling, because every performer Nine times out of ten has a given name to them. Some They've made up their name. They've picked their name. Sometimes that 1% is pretty lucky. They just go off their real name. We have a Benoit here. She doesn't go by Benoit. Um, but she could. Do you know what I mean? So she chooses not to. So when he said to me, listen, you're going to want something that means something to you. Because when those fans start chanting, you, you want to feel it. If you don't feel it, it's not going to work. I picked a whole list of names. Names like Riley Hunter. And he looked at me and he's like, what are you, Scriver? And I was like, no, no, I'm a wrestler. He goes, think about it, think about it. And you know, out of nowhere, all of a sudden, I was like, yo, Spinelli. That's, that's what means something to me. When I hear them, it makes me go, yeah, that's me. They're chanting for me. And when they're booing me, I mean, it is they boo, yeah. So, but they still say my name. So you know what? If you're Spinelli, then, because I have a special chord with that show as well, I was, or prided myself on being the TJ Deadline. I was going to say, I, even before you started, I was like, yo, this mother, I was like, this trucker's going to call me, or tell me he's TJ right now, because you look, you turn to the side, side profile, and I was like, yo, 50 bucks, TJ, yeah. There you go. That's what's up. So if you're ever looking for a manager one day to come out with you, oh, I will rock a green jacket and a red hat Deal. and blue jeans. I will do Done. it all night long. Done. And I'll I will, fall into the backward hat. I will be the guy that will will make the plan to make sure you're successful every yeah. time. We got to set right. that up. We got to call Jordan. Casey three belts right now. Let's make it Casey six belts. I want to take over. Get me booked at every promotion and have me go for the women's championship there. Well, when this episode drops, we're going to do that. We're going to go all out. I'm going to promote the crap out of you. Deal. Deal. But, um... So actually, that, that's an interesting point you bring that up because you segued for me. I didn't even have to segue for yeah. you. Uh, three belts. Yeah. The infamous picture. We talked about it off the air. Oh, bless. I got it. I got it. You got to tell the backstory. So anybody who doesn't follow Casey Spinelli on any of her socials, you have to. There's a picture she took while she was on her UK tour of her with three belts, but just the three I had belts. boots on. Oh, boots on. You Sorry. Can't see three. Boots, but I you can't on. see the boots, but three belts on. So talk to me about that photo because you said off air that if you ever had three belts. 
you would take it, and then it happened, and you couldn't back out. True. So, um, you know, there's, I mean, it's it's an amazing uh, opportunity, and um, uh, it's just, <sighs> words can't explain what it means to hold two championships. Um, it, it's on another level to hold two champions from, or two championships from two different countries, but then to add in a third, um, I always joke that if I were to ever, because I mean, there was a long period of time where Casey Spinelli wasn't getting nothing, but she's okay with. But when she earned her opportunities, she was very happy about them and prided herself on them. Um, now, they were very slim pickings at first. Uh, there wasn't a lot of championships to be won or to be held, um, but I started. I started here in Ottawa, and then I went to um, Angel Gate in Pittsburgh, uh, and then I went to BEW in the UK, and I claimed my third championship there. And so, this is where I start turning red. I actually <laughs> promised myself that if I were to ever get three belts, I would have to do up a photo that people couldn't pass on, you know? So when they, <laughs> when they presented me with this British Empire Wrestling Championship, all I thought was, Damn, now's the time, hey? Now's the time to ante up. So I had to ante up, and I uh, I took that little nudie pick. There you go. I'll say it. I took a nudie pick. I was covered up with belts, though. <laughs> All these people around are like, oh, but oh, what are you doing? <laughs> oh, my God. Where's my I, handlers I, at? I, I'm, I'm blushing right now. <laughs> yes, I'm blushing right now. So in terms of um, – being like we've seen the evolution and the revolution of women in this business and in this sport yes and we saw wwe they honored themselves with the evolution pay-per-view where all the women they brought back some of their you know their their ringly generals from back in the day and they they did a whole pay-per-view on just women and oh, it yes, was yeah, fantastic yeah, yes, yeah. but now we've done this indie event and you were part of this indie event in here right now in ontario i just watched it revolution it was great what's your thoughts on that Okay, so obviously, like, uh, I've been to Shimmer before, and Shimmer is an all-women's-based wrestling show. When you go and you spend three days doing that, it is, like, next level. To come from a promotion that I was one of, you know, three girls, then four girls, then five girls, then four girls, then three girls, then two girls, and then all of a sudden to come now and main event a show that has all women on it in Canada now... Um, it's huge. And that's not to take anything away from Canusa, but Canusa is only ran once a year. So if we could make a woman's show every two or three months happen, I just think that's going to change the game. It's going to change the game for us as individuals because there's a lot, you know what, to be honest, when I came, when I moved back to Ontario, um, there was only like five of us, to be honest, I think at first. Then it started to grow. Then we started to lose girls to moving to America. And now, like, I'm just looking out here and I see a whole bunch of these young girls coming up. I see a bunch of the veterans that have been here that, you know, like Caitlin Diamond who moved away, but she's here now. You know, we, we now have referees, women referees, game changer, game changer. It, tonight, when I stood in that ring, everyone who was standing with me was a woman. Everybody had a vagina. You don't get that most places. And that's great that, that, that the WWE had that. But when's the next one? Ask yourself that. It's great that we got to that level, but man, we're past that now. We are so passing that. There are too many women wrestlers to have one woman show once a year. This should be an ongoing thing. We should all be getting booked here and we should all be working together to prove to people that women's wrestling isn't the bathroom match anymore. 
We can hold it down. I mean, we didn't break a table tonight, but we tried to. Give us that. <laughs> I will 100% give you that. That was a scary moment for me as a fan because I just wanted to make sure everybody was okay. Yeah. Luckily enough, it seems everybody was okay. So two more questions and then we're going to wrap okay, it up. Okay, yes, please. Everyone has that dream match. Somebody that they wish they could tangle with, whether it be someone who's long gone, oh, bless. someone who's here now, someone who they see coming up. It could be an indie wrestler. could be somebody signed to a major promotion. Uh, What's your ultimate dream match? It could be man or woman. Guy, guy would be Eddie Guerrero. Girl would be um, Molly Holly. Molly, you know what? That's I'm not I'm not not denying anything of her talent and ability, but yeah. that surprises me. I thought for sure, I really did. I thought for sure you were going to throw out Lita. I don't know why it just Lita kind of stuck in my head. You know what? Here's the thing. Molly Holly does not get the the recognition that she deserves. A lot of people overlook her, and I'm not really sure why. And though it would be an honor to even meet Trish or meet Lita and just shake their hand, let alone stand in the ring against them, um, Molly Holly. Yeah, I just, I wouldn't be able to pass it out. I have so many questions and I just, I'm dying to pick her brain and learn from her. That, that, I love that answer. And I guess my, my final question, which may be a little bit of a longer answer, so yeah. you'll have to bear with me. Uh, I'm going to paint a picture for you. And the picture I'm going to paint for you is that say one day you walk downstairs, your house, for lunchtime, you have your pasta, your bread. And in front of you, with your glass of vino, in front of you is going to be five contracts. Five contracts to five different companies for the same amount of dates and the same amount of money. The five companies are the five that I live and breathe for myself. So Impact Wrestling, AEW, WWE, New Japan Pro, and Ring of Honor. If you had your ability to sign for any of those companies, again, same money, same amount of dates. Which company would you sign with and who would you love to tangle with as your first match in that organization? Can I be honest with you? Absolutely. Absolutely. A contract is a contract. But that's just it. It's just paper and money talk. I want to hear what they have in store for me. I want to know where they want to go with me, what road they want to take me down, what storylines they're thinking of giving me. I want to hear how their investment in Casey Spinelli is. I want to know longevity. I want to know their ideas. If you can sit there at the table and say, here's money, here's a contract sign, I don't need that. I don't. I get paid in my real job and I get paid doing this and I get to go anywhere I want, whenever I want. But I go to the companies that hit me up and say, yo, Spinels, we really want to do this with you. We want to work together with this, with this. So now mind you, if you're going to tell me that all the head honchos are sitting at the table being like, yo, Spinelli, we got this, we got this, we got this. I plead the fifth. <laughs> You know what? I, 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 love, I love the answer because everyone else has kind of given me their thoughts and their opinions, yeah. but I do love the answer. Dude, you know what? I Here's appreciate the deal. It. If you can sit across from me and say, I, I want to give you your dream job and I have future plans of using you and we're so excited to work with you, I'm in. You can pay me zero bucks. I'm in. I, that's how much dedication I have for this. I'm not here to, to earn my paycheck to, to buy my mansion next week. This is it. Like this, this is where my heart is. This is what I love. And I'll be here until the end of time. But if they want to pick me up, sign me. I'm cool. I'm open. All right. And then there's one, one other final question. Okay. In, the, in the indie wrestling scene, if there's a woman you haven't wrestled with, who would you love to wrestle with? Yeah, I'd love to go one-on-one -on -one with Sleazia because since she came back, people have been mistaking me for her. And I'm clearly more jacked. Oh <laughs> Yo, this is going live. People are really going to think that now. 
Her deep voice. Oh my gosh, she's lost weight and jacked up on muscle. Um, no, my uh, my dream match with anybody. Every Ontario female worker in Ontario. Did I say that right? Every worker, female worker in Ontario. I want a battle royale with all of them. That's my dream match. I love it. I'll take you up on it. Thank well, you. thank you for the time. Thank you. And I want to let you know officially now you're part of the Straight Talk family. Yeah. So now you actually have my number. Do I was going to say, do I get the real number this time though? You did. You got the number. Perfect. I had fat finger syndrome. Yeah. So you have my card. Text me. I'll save your number. And whenever you have a chance to do this again, it would be an absolute Yo, honor sure. to sit we'll down sit with down, you. We'll sit down, have some pasta and talk. And before you go, just tell the people who they're listening to. Straight talk wrestling with two scoops. All right. I got that whistle. Thank you very Thank much you for your so time. Thank you so much, love. Thank you very much. Thank Bye. Thank you for listening. Tune in next week for another episode on Spreaker, Stitcher, Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, and iHeartRadio. Also follow us on Facebook at Straight Talk Wrestling, on Instagram at Straight Talk Wrestling, and on Twitter at underscore Straight Talk. And for all our merchandise, you can search us on ProWrestlingTees.com. What's the big deal, deal? Where can you get pizza, bread twists, specialty chicken, and more for just five ninety nine each? Is it at Domino's? He hands off hand-tossed pizza and a marble cookie brownie. He's going, going, going! There's a lot of variety on the radio and at Domino's, too, where you can... Mix and match two or more. 5 each at Domino's. Two-item minimum pan pizza, bone-in wings, and bread bowls will be extra. Ask for this limited-time offer. Prices, participation, delivery area, and charges may vary. What's the big deal, deal? Where can you get pizza, bread twists, specialty chicken, and more for just five ninety nine each? Is it at Domino's? He hands off hand-tossed pizza and a marble cookie brownie. He's going, going, going! There's a lot of variety on the radio and at Domino's, too, where you can... Mix and match two or more. 5 each at Domino's. Two-item minimum pan pizza, bone-in wings, and bread bowls will be extra. Ask for this limited-time offer. Prices, participation, delivery area, and charges may vary.